with more of the Matt Wyatt Show. Coming to you direct and live. Back with you, I'm Matt, in our two in the Bureau. Beaver's here, I'm here, even HQ is here, and y'all are here. We've got the whole gang staying connected to you because of C Spire, the number one network in Mississippi, C Spire, customer inspired. Check them out at cspire.com. I dropped my iPhone 12 Pro Max from C Spire earlier today. And it's doing just fine. I dropped it. I should say this. I dropped it again. Hey, and it's Beaver. doing just fine. Hey, Beaver. Hey, Annabeth. Matt doesn't have a um, cover on his phone, Beaver. What do you think about that? <laughs> no cover on the phone. No. Yeah. Matt, that's dangerous. He doesn't have a case. You're he, just he doesn't asking. Have a, I mean... Put a case on it. I feel like it fits better in my hand without a case. I don't like cases on phones. It's going to fit better on that floor. And hey, right? When you <laughs> drop it out of that big old catcher's mitt of a hand. Like, not just saying this because C Spire is a part of this show, yeah. but that phone has been through a lot. It has. It's and doing well. It is to credit C Spire mm-hmm. for making a really good phone <laughs> because Matt should have torn it up by now with no case. It's doing well. Yeah. It's doing well. Still working. Yeah. Still streaming. Even our even our daughter said, put a case on that, Daddy. <laughs> yeah, that's what she said. I mean. Okay, Annie, you're sitting here in this office uh, slash studio right now, and on the one wall over here you have a, sort of a it's not it's sort of a shadow box of yeah. of goodies and stuff from when I was in college. My mother put that together when it was all over. Yeah. And jerseys so, yeah. and pictures. so those those jerseys you see right there, the mar- the maroon one. Mm-hmm. State's going to be wearing those on Saturday night when we go to the game. Oh yeah, you love that logo. Yeah, that those two are actually from my senior year, which was '99, but they were identical to what we wore the year before in '98. Same helmet. Oh, and the helmet too. Okay, so and if you're looking at the live stream, you can see the helmet. That's my helmet from the '99 season, but it also was my helmet the year before '98. And so you can see the logo. So the team is going to be wearing that helmet with that logo, the interlocking MSU. And then the the uniforms as a throwback to what we wore in 98 as they're honoring the 98 team. The reason is, if you're tuning in, you don't know. The reason is because our 98 team won the Western Division, played in the SEC Championship game uh, that particular year under Coach Jackie Sherrill. So Humphreys County Dog texted the show and said, Matt, win or lose, I really hope we win. Mississippi State's going to look slick under the lights in those uniforms says those uniforms alone will make the trip to the game worth it. I don't I, – you know, a lot of times when something will happen, like it's say an alternate uniform or a logo, and, he, and there will be this whole big swell of support for it, mm-hmm. and people will say, well, this should be permanent. Okay, I, I do that with the, whenever the Miami Dolphins wear their throwback uniforms. They look so much better than what they wear now. It's like so clear. Why wouldn't you make those permanent? Kind of like when Tennessee Titans wore the Oilers uniforms this past weekend. But you go, well, the only people that are the that are really vocal about it are the ones who support it. The people who don't like it are never going to speak up because it goes such against the grain, right? Right. With that said, since they did away with this logo and these uniforms, I've never heard anyone say... They were glad they went away. 
I've only heard people say, I wish they hadn't gone away. Hmm. That logo and those uniforms we wore in football in, in the 90s. Okay. All right. Now that they're bringing them back as a, what you call it, a, a throwback uniform. Yeah. I still have seen nothing but support for it. And what makes this throwback uniform different than any of the other throwbacks that, that they brought back is that the fan base with this one keeps saying these should be the permanent uniforms again. Hmm. Well. So I think they should be also. And I'm not the AD or a coach for that matter. And I'm not even really someone probably that they give a flip about his opinion. But I think, too, yes. Okay, and I'll just go ahead and level with y'all. Matt is really sincere about this <laughs> and has taken a lot of time no. to, to describe this. Annie, Beaver. It's, it's radio. We have time on the radio. I know. Not everything has to go it's quick. It's been a long discussion. <laughs> I'm just going to, I'll put a bow on it with this. It's only, this is only taking about three or four minutes, which I know is long in radio. I did a recent interview. Somebody's publishing a story. I can't say who, because uh, it's not my job to like, Put it out there that somebody's doing a story, but it's somebody here in Mississippi. They're doing a story about the 9018. And he asked me about the uniforms. Now, I don't know if this is going to be in the story, but I'm prepared for it to be in the story and somebody be mad about it. Because I said to the reporter, anybody with any sort of artistic eye, with <laughs> any sort of right brain, right brain ability, takes one look at the 98 throwback uniforms and immediately recognizes it's better in every way than any other uniform state has had. That's a fact. And well, I will take it. I said in the interview, I'm, I'm going to take it's, it one step further. really hard to take you seriously. <laughs> I said, I'm going to take it one step further and oh, say, okay. That whenever they made the decision way back when to move, I guess about 20 years ago, to move away from this logo, the interlocking MSU and these uniforms, it was a mistake. <laughs> Beaver. And I, Beaver, do you think Matt is passionate about this or what? A little bit. Just, just a little. And it's really saying something for Matt to be really passionate about the uniform because he really could care less about other clothing. <clears throat> and but I'm he, totally he, biased. You I have, get it. But I, you have for years talked to me. It's not just right now. You have talked to me about that logo and about that look. Right. And I will I will say you really do um talk about football uniforms more than you do about men's, you know clothing fashion. <laughs> well I You really yeah. you really do seem to have an eye for it and you you do often discuss it. So Yeah. yeah. And that <laughs> Look, I like those uniforms. I'll admit it. Mm -hmm. I mean, they look great. And I do think that logo is really cool, the way that it interlocks. Yep. I bet you do have a ton of fan support so, on that. So here on the live stream, I want to look right into the lens. And I'm going to pretend that on the other side of it is Zach Selman, the athletics director at State. Oh, gosh. And Mark Keenum, the president. Mark, I mean, Mr. Keenum. <laughs> Zach. I think it's Dr. Keenum. Dr. Keenum and Mr. Selman, you know what to do. No pressure. You know what to do. 
Okay. Let's get it done. All right. <laughs> Whatever you need from me, just let me know. <laughs> Matt would just like you to send him one of the throwback jerseys so he can wear it on his radio show. Yeah, some swag. I wear that stuff, man. I'm yeah. telling you, as you well know. Most importantly, how do you feel to be old enough to be going to a game where your uniform is called a throwback? That's all I'm going to ask. I'm going to lay it out. Yeah, exactly. Throwback. You're the throwback, Matt. All I know is that our 98 team would have beat the tar out of that team they got this year. <laughs> I know that much. What a beat oh, the Matt. tar out of them. Oh, man. Okay. Maybe right. y'all can suit up. Maybe you should send out a group text and all of, all your players, can y'all can all wear your hey. jerseys to the game. And that shirt, I saw that I need one. The older I get, the better I was. Yes. All right. Over to the phone line, the Divinity Equipment phone line, Divinity Equipment in Madison and in Jackson, your Kubota dealer. We got a call on line one from Melissa. Melissa, thanks for calling. What's up? Hey, Matt. Hey, Annabeth. Hey, Melissa. Hi. How are y'all? Good. I know oh, which Melissa good. this is. Now I'm putting this two and two together. Oh, hey. Her husband is Matt. Her husband, yeah. Matt, played at State. He was my host on my official I, visit. Yes. All hey, Melissa. Hey, Melissa. Hey, Annabeth. <laughs> I think that you need to come. We are really looking forward to the former player players tailgate this weekend because matt was like i think i hosted half that team <laughs> <laughs> so, about I, we're kind of looking forward to hopefully we'll get to see everybody this weekend and see coach cheryl but i have a funny story about the interlocking msu all right <laughs> we are huge fans of it obviously now when matt played we still had the interlocking msu but it was the fat one do you remember yep, that i sure do yep okay the fat one, and and I completely agree with you. The '98 look is by far the best look we've ever had, and we discussed uniforms a lot at my house <laughs> between my children and my husband, and we all decide which one we like, and that is the unanimous vote. So when they started coming out with all the merchandise, Starville, I went to the lodge, and I was looking for several things. I was looking for a sweatshirt. I was looking for a flag. And the little guy says, he was a student, and he said, hi, can I help you? And I said, yes. I said, I'm looking for the interlocking MSU merchandise. And he said, the what? <laughs> and I said, the interlocking MSU. And he said, oh, you mean the new logo? Oh, I was no. like, uh, that's not new. <laughs> that's not new. And so I'm even older than Matt. <laughs> but. I just died out laughing. That was so funny to me <laughs> that uh, we were, oh, we were classified as the new logo. The new logo. Yeah. The new logo. The new old. The, the new, new old logo. Uh -huh. the, the new old logo. Yes. <laughs> That's so, it. Annabeth, I think you need to come be a bulldog this week. Well, I, so I that we can visit. Melissa, I'm coming, and my sister is coming with her husband, Rob Morgan, who also played. So we'll find you, and we will get to visit with you. Well, guess what? Matt hosted Rob. <laughs> He sure did. I love it. Rob and I were on the same visit, and Matt oh my Caldwell was our host. Yeah, we had a Small good time. Small world. I love yes. that. We didn't do anything yes. crazy and either. you remember me, right? Yes. Because so, Matt was a good boy. Yes. That's <laughs> I'm excited y'all are coming, and I'm excited to be back in Davis Wade. It feels like we haven't had a home game in forever. Yeah, yeah. what, a three-week stretch. So, it does feel like it's been a while. Well, it was. Hey, it was tell a Matt, time. To you and tell Matt, I really do look forward to seeing y'all, as always. And uh, I absolutely will. 
We'll have a good and, time uh, this weekend. We look forward, I think so, too. I think it's going to be fun. And uh, I love the show. I listen every day. Aww. I turn it on while I'm working. And Thank you. I, uh, I enjoy it. I got at least, I have at least, at least one listener <laughs> in the Golden Triangle. I, I know, I now know that. You do, you do. I, I love sometimes it. watch on Facebook, sometimes watch on YouTube, sometimes I pull up the app on my phone if I'm traveling, I turn it on every day. And uh, you do a great job, and when Homecoming Queen comes on, she is <laughs> always adds. She really does. And and just like right now, Melissa, you calling the show, the truth about it is the show livens up whenever she gets on here. Well, Matt's just tired today. I came to keep him awake. (laughs) Yeah, I'm sorry. (laughs) It's it's hump day. Hump day. We're going to make it. We're going to make it, (laughs) Melissa. That's right. We're going to make it. We'll make it till Saturday. And now that you're coming... It'll be fun. I mean, we absolutely have something to look forward to. But anyway, so uh, thank you for what you do. I just was like, oh, I got to call and tell them about, <laughs> <laughs> about my the new logo. The, the new logo. That's great. Yes. That's great. But anyway, all, all right. right, we'll see y'all this weekend. Thank all right, you. See, see you soon, Melissa. Hail State. Thanks, Melissa. Appreciate the call. Something, something so old, it's new. Something so old, it's new. <laughs> I love that. She's so sweet. Yeah. It's like it, it beca- that's what they call the a guy. Relic. Probably wasn't probably wasn't born yet, was he? Most likely. Most likely, he. Uh, right. Yeah, it is new to him. Well, and again, <laughs> I go back to. Oh, I got to be careful. Yeah. What I was going to say Just is bite your tongue there. To the people, when they changed that logo, okay, and they threw that original M State banner thing on the side of the helmet, and those uniforms that they made those poor Coach Croom teams wear. Which is a dang injustice, is what it is. Tell us how you really feel. To those people that were born into that and grew up watching that, thinking that's what the old uniforms were, I'm glad that this weekend you're going to get a look <laughs> at what a re- what they really used to be. Oh, that's funny. All right, enough of that, man. Enough of that. Moving on. Uh, let's see. Um, somebody texted and said, "Matt, I graduated in 1981. I've seen a lot of logos." But I've always said that that 98 logo was the best, and I so uh, so I agree wholeheartedly with you that it should be the main one from now on. Look, you can have individual logos. Maybe I could put it to a vote. <laughs> yeah, how would we do that? Maybe an online? I don't know. Online. I don't know. Put it on the website. Because then you could track IPs and make sure somebody didn't double up. And Because we know you would vote 8,000 times they let me, a day. If they let me, yeah. click, 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 click. Yeah. I'd be in on it for sure. Well, it's going to be fun to be back there. You know, I, I feel strongly about it, too, that, well, and, and as time goes by, you get a bigger cross-section of history to view something through, and it helps you to kind of figure out where it stands. Well, when I was a player, when we, our class, you know, we were juniors in that 98 year, so as juniors... Our class was in the title game. As seniors, we weren't in the title game. We did win 10 games as seniors. We beat Clemson in the Peach Bowl. We had those good years to finish. And we, I think, to a person, all felt like, okay, this was all the work that we put in for five years, and we have started something at Mississippi State. That's what we've done. Obviously led by Coach Sherrill, a guy who knew how to do it, knew how to recruit JUCO, knew how to put teams together, recruit line of scrimmage, all the hard work, because our first year when we were freshmen and we redshirted in 95, we won three games. Our redshirt freshman year, 96, we won five. The next year, we won seven. 
The next year we won eight or nine or whatever it was. The next year we won ten. We won more games each year we were in school. So our class of seniors, we were seniors in the 99 season, we really did feel like we are the group that will go down in history as sparking something historic here at Mississippi State. We're the ones that did it. <laughs> we're, that we're part of it. And doggone, if we didn't graduate in about two years later, we had the worst football team I've ever seen. <laughs> and I thought, you know, a lot of us thought, man, how did that happen? How did they go from what we had to that? You felt like you always should leave things better than you found them. <laughs> well, and, and as a group, y'all yeah. did that. Well, that's a great uh, Well, and you know, it's more than just our class. So many other people had a, had had a part in that. But that, anyway, that's kind of how we felt. And so now, all these years later, and you know, there's been those peaks and valleys in the program over the years. You look back on it and go, "Man, I don't think even then we knew how special that experience was." Right. Of winning the division, however it shook out. We didn't. We were not a 10-win team when we won the division. Now, you only played 11 games, but I think we were an 8-win team in the regular season. We won the division because we won the right games. And uh, we and, and we didn't uh, probably... Probably didn't register to you. Right. It did. And maybe even our fans at the time, because you're talking about 98. Well, the SEC championship game didn't start until 92. So the game itself was only six years old when we went. Wow. And all these years later, now you look back on it and go, man, if I had known how rare <laughs> it was going to be, because this is not picking, but there are still some teams in the league who have never been. They've never had a team in it. <laughs> and, and so now to look back and it's pushing 30 years old. Quite an accomplishment. It is. It is. For and, all and involved. For all involved. For all involved. And, and what I was going to say about that, Annie, is I I feel strongly that Coach Cheryl has never, even though he's gotten a ton of credit for those things, he still hasn't quite gotten the credit that was due him for what he did. And the reality is this, that when he did that, everybody saw the trend, like I described. Five wins, then seven, then win the division, then ten wins, and win the Peach Bowl. And then, and there were people around the league that were like, we got to figure out a way to put a stop to this. Because, mm. you know, and he, um, you know, he did it. He never made it about himself during that time. That's one thing that maybe a little was a little bit old school back then. You got a lot of coaches now that do. You know, but he in, in those years he never made it about himself. It was never the Jackie Sherrill thing. No, it was the team and it was players. He would make comments like, you know, players win games, coaches lose them. Hmm. He'd put players. He was a players' coach, and um, yeah. So I hope that at least now, maybe when all that team walks out there and they recognize him, even though it's going to be for about thirty seconds during a timeout, but the uniforms and some of the other stuff. That, you know, if you see Coach Cheryl walking around, get a chance, you know, tell him that you now get it, just how special a job he did in the 90s. When you see some of those players who were the major cogs on those teams, the the Randy Thomases and the J.J. Johnsons and, you know, the Porkchop Womacks and all those defensive players and defensive linemen, uh, 
the Smoots and the Beans and those guys, you tell them, hey, look, now we fully appreciate how special it was what y'all did because now we can look back over the course of history and realize just how rare it is. You may never go back. <laughs> you may never walk up in there again into that game in Atlanta. You just never know. And so, uh, yeah. Thoughts, opinions, otherwise, feel free to let her rip tater chip. I'm Matt Beavers here. HQ is here. HQ, you celebrated a HQ anniversary last week. The day, was it the day of the Auburn game or was it during the week? What? When the, the anniversary of when you were the home cooking. Oh, yeah. That was, what it day was, was that? Saturday. So the 28th. It was, it's the 28th. It was the 28th. Yeah, yep. it was the 28th. We won't say what my year was. What year? Well, we posted the, the picture and there were a lot of comments from people that said, including from Peggy, Coach Cheryl's wife. She commented and goes, she looks the same now. No, I really don't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you really do. <clears throat> I'm officially washed up, but I'm okay with it. <laughs> right? Oh, uh, well, I don't know about that. It's okay. But, it, yeah, it, it was neat. It's neat. I'll tell you what it's neat to do. It's neat to just remember back and think about, you know, that day and the people that were involved and those memories, and I love sharing it with Mary Liddy. So. Right, right. That's what it's um, all about. Looking forward to sharing the show with y'all tomorrow live from Country Meat Packers, Country Pleasing Sausage on Highway 49 in Florence. We'll be there tomorrow, 12 to 2, so make sure you put it on the calendar. Come by and see us if you can. More with you in Hour 2 coming up in the Bureau. Stick around. You're going to hear about them all and get to talk about it with Matt Wyatt right here, right now. Back with you, I'm Matt, in the Bureau. And right on time, Joe Mailman texts the show and says, I saw Dolph Lundgren on a TV commercial yesterday. And said, Matt, I don't think you have anything to worry about. <laughs> what, is he getting old? <laughs> oh, gosh. Is he getting old and wrinkly and losing his muscles muscles and his jawline and hair? Okay, because if he is, hey, Dolph, welcome to my world. <laughs> Happens to the best of us. <laughs> oh, Dolph. Oh, the Russian. The Russian. Hey, uh, for you and Beaver, I got some office trivia. You ready? You're getting it whether you're ready or not. That's what that means when the music starts. Um, all right. Today, November the 1st. November the 1st. On this day, 2007. How many years ago was that? A lot. 16 years ago. <laughs> A lot of years. <laughs> on this day, November the 1st, 2007. An episode of The Office called Branch Wars. Branch Wars aired. Season 4, episode 10, called Branch Wars, this day, 2007. Do either you or Beaver remember things about Branch Wars? 
on the office. Huh? Goodness. Beaver? Yes. I do. Is that when they Be- had the picnic? Or was that later? That was later. When they did volleyball? Okay. What you got, Beef? It's interesting we've reached this point <laughs> because I, well, it was either yesterday or maybe Monday. It was this week. And there's only been three days so far this week. You asked me about the employee transfer episode. Yeah, right. If I remembered what it was, and I was thinking, is that the one where they were trying to take Stanley? Mm-hmm. Oh, and yeah. after I said that, I about 30 seconds later, I remembered, no, that was Branch Wars. Branch so, yes, yeah, she was trying to get Stanley. So, Michael, Dwight, and Jim go there. <laughs> oh, as the and copy try people, to, the copiers? Yes. Steal the copier. Dwight uh, pees in the soda can. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah, in the car. Uh, Jim somehow winds up going along with it, even though he didn't want to. He put on the... Well, they lied to him, told him they were going on a sales call. Yes. you're. Ge- and then Karen finds Jim in the car, right, Beaver? She walks out <laughs> yeah. and is like, oh, really? And then they calls him up to her office and <laughs> 20 questions him yeah. and looks at Jim and is like, if you wanted to come and talk to me, you just could have come to see me and he's like I, I didn't want to see you and she goes oh you don't want to see me it's very dramatic very dramatic beaver and i would be good partners on an office you really game would. show no you you really would okay so he, that was the episode that aired on this day branch wars that's right yeah. karen was the new branch manager at utica tried to steal stanley away and come be a salesperson for her. And Stanley really just wanted more money, remember? That's it. it was he was all just a bluffing. ploy. It was just a ploy. He said, I can't believe that Michael actually called my bluff on this. Yeah. Um, yeah. The, the other storyline in that episode that was running parallel back at the office in Scranton was... Was what? The Finer Things Club. Oh. Remember that one? Yeah. Toby and Oscar and Pam. <laughs> now... Andy wanted in. That's right. <laughs> Annie, you got a great memory of this. Beaver knows that. He does. And I sent him a clip earlier because this is something he has referenced before. Oscar is trying to make a comment as a part of their Finer Things Club. Is there the, And in the break room is Phyllis trying to use the microwave. And the microwave is going beep, 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 beep. And finally, Oscar goes, what are you microwaving? And Phyllis turns around and says, what, Beaver? Popcorn. <laughs> she says it C A R N. Yes. Oh, oh, yes. It bothers me. Popcorn. She said, yeah. it's popcorn. And and then. Is that a northern thing? I don't know. And then and then Pam goes, well, why don't you use the one in the other room? And she goes, I can't because somebody's been using it and it smells like popcorn. Popcorn. <laughs> That's Mary Liddy's favorite food to get at any sport. Sporting yeah, popcorn. Yes. Beaver. Yes, any sports event. Be, I sent him that video clip and Beaver messaged me back and, and it said he was a voice message. He goes Don't call him out on the radio. Oh well, he don't care. He doesn't mind this. He goes, I am driving in my car. <laughs> C A R He said, and later I may eat some corn. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, corn. Yeah, she also says when she puts in an order. She says, I put in an ardor to ardor. Maybe Come it's on, just Phyllis. Come on, Phyllis. We need to look. <laughs> Where's Phyllis from? Look uh, her up. Yeah, I don't know. We'll it must be her region. Okay. Oh, the, side note. I'm sorry. I can't. I can't 
leave this conversation without dropping this on Annabeth. Uh-oh. Because the Finer Things Club, remember, at the end, Jim... He Being tried. a horrible person he, yet again he forced tried to himself get in. into the club. But he didn't read the book. <laughs> yeah. He was just in there trying to be trying to be, you know, clever. I, I making feel, his I feel like you and Matt kinda have a finer things club here on the radio show and y'all let me in every <laughs> once in a while. You talk well. about you talk <clears throat> about the office, throw in some sports, then a little Christmas tree, little Debbie cakes discussion. Yeah. Thanks for letting me in the club, boys. Is it finer things, though, or is there a better word for what we do here? I like it. Let's just call it what it is, the finer things club. <laughs> well, I'm fine I don't with know. It. Snack cakes, <laughs> football, and cheese. <laughs> Not fancy cheese, just, no. you know. Just cheeses. We'll just, we'll just call it the club. Thanks for letting me in the club. Mm, yeah. Well... Oh, and, and the last thing, I, when I looked up this episode, because it happened on this day, 2006. How many, hang on, Annie. How many more details? Just one last the thing. The show is over, Matt. We've the, discussed the whole show already. <laughs> the episode that happened on this day, 2007, was Branch Wars. The very next episode, the following week, was Survivor Man. Remember uh, when where Michael, Michael goes out and cuts his suit pants up and yeah. wears them around his head? Right. Yeah. You know who wrote that episode? Probably Dwight or Steve Carell wrote that episode. No, really? Yes. That's funny. He wrote the episode Survivor Man. I didn't he did know not, he wrote any of the episodes. I didn't either, and he didn't, didn't write many. That, I didn't know that he had written, not that he wrote. I didn't know that he wrote. I didn't know that he had written. Had written or wrote. Had written. But that's the thing, Annie. Oh, he, he's so funny. Why didn't he write more? It, it, well, he's probably just busy, but he is not credited for hardly any episodes having written them i wonder if he had to be paid more if he wrote well that's a good question probably you know and everybody knows that like He's the so guy funny. who played ryan bj novak yeah the guy who played kelly mindy kaling they wrote many of the episodes many 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 like they were regular writers they're all so funny but Carell wrote survivor man huh. and i that's one of my favorites throwback the office the office is a throwback it is a throwback just like your jersey well, and, and I tell you, Annie, you yourself are a real media throwback because if we go four minutes off topic, you get really nervous just trying to give you Just trying to give you a segue to get back on, <laughs> on focus. You are Beaver. something. You Beaver. cannot stand it. Beaver, it's just kind of what I do in life for Matt. If he's off focus, I just have to get him back on. And get in your lane, Matt. Get in your lane. Talk some football. <laughs> Have we been? have had times before where I would be on the phone with someone and I'd be voicing an opinion, maybe strongly, and she'll go, get off the phone. Hang it up. Get off the phone. Just drop it. Just All right. Uh, Dan. Dan the coffee man. Hey. Guess what's in this cup right here, Dan? Some hot coffee from High Point Roasters in New Albany, Mississippi. We love in fact, that family. On the front of the bag of this coffee that I ground, it says Honduras. Oh, That's yes. where that came from. Anyway, uh, Dan says on the Murray West live thread, go to murraywest.com, contract embroidery company, anything you need, a logo on, period. That's where you go. Check them out at murraywest.com. Dan says, hey, Matt, back in Jackie's day, my son and I were in the upper deck. John Mark asked for a pen. He tore out a program page and started writing on it. He then folded it into a paper airplane and was getting ready to throw it toward the field. I asked him what he was doing, 
and he said he drew a play for Jackie to run. Yeah. That, that is a great story. He said, I took it and told him we would mail it next week. He said, I mailed it with a note about how it came to be. A couple of weeks later, John Mark got a package from Coach thanking him for the play. And yeah, then, and then Dan, the, the comment, it cut the rest of your comment off right there. But That is fantastic. Isn't that great? He it mailed great. him the paper airplane, and then Coach Cheryl sends him something back. Don't you love hearing those kind of stories? I really do. That's so great. <laughs> yeah. Go, he needs to run there. Let me show him how to do this and, whoosh, and fly it down to the field. <laughs> it, isn't that funny? Like, you know, you think about that the world that a, that a kid lives in. Yeah. He's thinking, I can just fly it down there. And sometimes we should remember to think like that, shouldn't we? And we really should. We really should. Did um, you talk about our family's experience at Auburn? My cousin Will yes, and his family? Yes, we did. We did mention that. Did y'all discuss that? Yeah, of that course, was that was, what, two weeks ago? Yeah, mm -hmm. we did talk about that. Well. You made it another segment. That's right. Beaver, right. I thought the show was over at the last break. <laughs> She felt like I was doing an out cue. Yeah, I was like, well, <laughs> this is over. I'm going to go now. Yeah. We have a little bit of time left, thankfully. we got some stuff to get into with you and Beaver coming up next here in the Bureau, the Farm Bureau Insurance Studio. Stick around. time left here today it was good to hear from dan the coffee man on the murray west live thread over on facebook and then i got a message from will and he said does high point roasters have coffee already ground that he can brew at home and the answer is yes they absolutely do you know now you can i get whole bean i grind it myself or you can get it already ground either way from then just go to highpointroasters.com and order it right there um, Matt would not make it without that coffee. I'm just well, telling you, he loves it. You love it. I do. It's I do the, love it. It's it's the, when that comes in the mail, <laughs> when they ship you some of that, is the best smell I've ever. Isn't it? Yes. That box smells so good. Our mailbox smells, it's just great. It's so fresh. It really is. I mean, you open the mailbox and it's like, oh, wow. You know, no, it's in you there. know who it's from before you. <laughs> you sure do. Um, Looking forward to being at Country Meat Packers with y'all tomorrow, 12 to 2, Highway 49, Florence, Mississippi. Uh, they put this out five hours ago. They have the new butcher shop, and you can get uh, plate lunch deals. They posted this. You, oh, on, you'll have uh, a good lunch tomorrow. I, I believe it just might. Mm -hmm. uh, look them up on Facebook. It's Country Pleasing Brand, and you'll see it right there. they got a big, robust Facebook following, and they, they put specials and things they're doing on there. Um, like today, they had a little sheet they were putting out. Tuesday, Wednesday, lunch plate deal. Now, each plate comes with one meat, two sides, a roll, and a 24-ounce drink. 
You can get a smoked rib plate for $12.99, sliced brisket plate for $13.99, chopped pork plate for $10.99. Smoked chicken leg plate, a quarter, leg quarter, $8.99. Smoked pork chop plate, $10.99, or quarter pound sausage plate, $8.99. I'm just going to warn everyone <laughs> before they look at this Facebook page. If you're if you're not already hungry, once yeah. you scroll through it, you will be. You ain't kidding. Everything looks so good. And some of the little slow motion, just the little video of how they're making it, it just yeah. looks so good. Doesn't it? Yes. It really oh, does man. look good. You ought to smell it there. Oh, I bet it smells great. Oh, man. That plus a coffee tomorrow, you'll be set. You may not come back to Tupelo. That's right. Somebody commented a while ago, Annie, when I said I was going to be there, said, At, you're going to be so full when the show's over tomorrow, you're going to need... Uh, a nap and a driver. <laughs> get you back to he needs a chauffeur. Yeah. All right. Over to the phone line, Divinity Equipment phone. More bully on line one. More bully. How are you? Well, how are you, homecoming queen? Hey, more bully. I always like to hear from you. It's always oh, a, well, thanks. It's always Not a good day. Do. It's a good day when you call. I'm glad Matt <laughs> got. I'm glad Matt got to you today on time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, Matt. Hey. I have a feeling. Sneaky feeling. You probably use High Point Roaster Coffee as cologne. As co- Ooh, that's a great idea. Hey, he, yeah, pretty much. He always smells like, he does always smell like coffee. I always do smell like that's coffee. A, yeah, it's good. I think you need to dress up as Dan the Coffee Man next year. For yeah. Halloween. Absolutely. <laughs> that's a good idea. That is Why a, not? That is a good idea. Well, I smelled like it I last gonna... night, riding around in that golf cart, and I made a whole pot and poured it in my... Uh, thermos before we that, took out. That may be the coldest trick-or-treating yeah. that we've ever had. Well, I, you took my thunder when I was going to talk about Mr. Kovac and uh, his <laughs> writing skills. He wrote some of the better ones for sure. Yeah, no, but he definitely did. I also wanted to say this. My my wife is obsessed with friends. Oh, so much so, the first thing she does um, on the weekends is she turns it on TBS and just starts watching Friends and I, we laugh all over again. I love Friends. I can watch Friends nonstop. I, it's so sad. Yeah, she does. I don't ever, you know, I don't one, ever watch it anymore. I used yeah. to watch it all the time. The one thing about Friends that I really compliment on is their writers never gave up. And what I mean by that is when a season is winding down or a, a show is winding down, usually the last two seasons are just trash. Uh-huh. Because they yeah, just give up. Yeah, they're done. But they were solid the whole way through. Yeah. And it's, it's one of the best. I mean, and the, but again, I will say this. With The Office, they lost. I mean, if you lose Steve Carell, yeah. you pretty much lost the show. It's kind of hard to come right. out. Uh, That's right. He, he, he made that show. He did. Um, but, you know, they, they didn't lose anybody until it was all over. So that helped, too. But uh, it was solid TV for sure. So so was Mid South Wrestling. Wrestling, And people people hey, in uh, the fine think... people in the finer things club didn't watch Mid South Wrestling, but that's okay. <laughs> Maybe y'all can that's add right. that. Y'all can hey, add that to your club. <laughs> when y'all were talking about the food, I sent you a text and I said, "And Dorados." <laughs> What do you mean? I thought that was Doritos. It is, but I meant to say Dorados. Oh. <laughs> like Phyllis. Like oh, Phyllis. Did she he's, say, he's trying to pronounce things. But did Phyllis she say way. that? Did she say Dorados? Well, that's or? probably how she would say no. that. 
He's just saying she's Canadian. You're being, you're being about as shallow. Yeah, you're as, not as, thinking. Uh, Chris Brooks or Jake Wimper. You're not. You're not thinking yeah. what he's saying. Come on, Matt. I Sorry. got it. You, I got it. When you have to explain it's not, a joke, then it's yeah, not. Then it's it. not a funny it's, joke. Then it's that's that. the rule. It's a funny joke. It was funny. I actually <laughs> I thought it was Dorado's funny. Dorado's is not funny. I'm sorry. It is it's a, just not. It I is if you say that Phyllis said it that way. <laughs> <laughs> I don't say unfunny jokes, Matthew. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. And I um, may come and sit in your ear tomorrow and just rattle them off. Yeah, please oh, do. Yeah. Please come out there. And, I uh, think while y'all are yeah. there, y'all should order... I've been on the Country Pleasing brand page the whole time y'all have been talking. I'm sorry to admit. They have a Country Pleasing sausage that they did on a pizza. Yes. Oh, my word. Right. Do they sell that there? Y'all well, should get the one. The pizza itself, I'm not sure. It's a pizza. Maybe they just it's made, made that. The, it's made for pizza? It has it's just pizza. On pizza. It's a homemade pizza with oh, sausage and yeah. cheese. It looks delicious. It is delicious. It looks it. Come on out there tomorrow and buy me lunch. Uh, more bully. I welcome you uh, to the show. I yeah. guarantee you, the first part might happen. <laughs> but, um, uh, Steve Carell also wrote the episode Casino Night. Oh, that was great. How about that? Oh God, that was a good one. That was so funny. Yeah, it was. That was a good one. I love that one. Yeah. Wasn't that when he was trying to get back with uh, Jan? Yeah. Well, and then he sorta. and then his realtor came. I think it was. Bef I think it was before. Right. It's like Jan sort of misinterpreted. What was her name? Carol. Carol. She shows up, Carol, and then he's got yeah. two dates, and Dan gets real jealous and leaves. Right. And that's when she... We <laughs> saw that one the other day, and we saw the part where outside, Jan told Jim, I drove two and a half hours to get here for this. And she's out there really mad. She's having a, cig she's having a cigarette. She's having a cigarette. I told Annabeth, I said... Jeez, Louise. So where's two and a half hours from? I said, that'd be like driving from Tupelo to Madison for the just to go night. to the casino. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what? Yeah, it's probably further than that, just to be frank. But anyway. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay, sorry, I wasn't Zach more bully. I didn't, I'm sorry I didn't Google the distance. No. Hey, you don't laugh at my jokes. I think Frank was your director. He sure can. How about that? He sure I even can. Got, uh, I think Beaver was even on my side on that one. <laughs> well, I can take that up with Beaver at a later time. So, Y'all have a good, hey, have a safe trip tomorrow. All right, appreciate it, man. Hope to see you out there. Thank you. All right. All right, later. Later. Annie, I'm more did you, bully. More bully is always funny. Annie, did you grow up watching Mid-South Wrestling? I missed that. Missed it. We didn't really watch that. Now, I have told you that at one point, was it, is there a difference, and I'm sorry if I sound like a complete idiot, when we say wrestling versus wrestling? Is it just <laughs> the way it's pronounced, or is that a different sport? <laughs> Some people just like to <laughs> call no. it wrestling. That, well, is that what Stone Cold Steve Austin did? <laughs> yes. Now I can but remember. It's all the same. Thing. I can remember Stone Cold. Whatever. It's that. all fake and made up. What year was that when he was out there? He uh, was. He was. He was a big deal. I feel like I remember seeing him do something. It, sometime in the last twenty years, none of it's been as good, in my opinion. When I was little, I had a crush on Hulk Hogan. Right. Since the good old days of Hulk Hogan. Yeah, he was Rowdy cool. Roddy Piper, Junkyard Dog, Hacksaw, Jim Duggan. Yeah, there you go. Okay, Annabeth, look, I thought at Hulk least Jim is a character, yeah. but Hulk Hogan in real life is a horrible, disgusting person. Is he terrible? I mean, I was, He's he's this noted is, liar. Is he, he terrible? He claims that 
Metallica asked him to audition for their band. <laughs> he is a horrible uh, racist. I didn't know. I just said I was little. I was like eight. I can remember thinking his hair looked cool and he was really tan. And listen, Beaver. Beaver is a wrestling snob. As an, as a, of a hot dog as he a, had. Listen, Beaver. As an eight-year-old, I had red hair and very, I had red hair, you know, and very fair skin. And anybody who was really tan, I thought, wow, I wish I could tan like that. <laughs> And now I can just get a, you know, fake tan. But I thought he looked cool. I don't know anything personally about him, so I apologize. Beaver just well, said put, he had the skin of a hot dog. He had the skin of a hot dog. And I am so sorry. I I don't know anything about him. <laughs> We're not endorsing Hulk Hogan here. Never. Listen at her backtracking. Listen. <laughs> this is I feel great. terrible about it. I didn't know he was a bad guy. I didn't know anything. He's just the only wrestler I know. See, Beaver, this is another example Besides of how Stone Annabeth... Cold Steve Austin. Those are the only two I remember. <laughs> Annabeth still is in that TV news world in her head. And she's, Wait. She's now mentioned someone. She can't get it back. Wait. And now she's really upset that she's There was she somebody else that was about an Undertaker. Was he a wrestler? The Undertaker. Oh, yeah, he was. Those are about the only names I can remember. <laughs> <laughs> he might be a bad guy, too, Beaver. <laughs> she said, I'm, now, is wrestling the same as wrestling? <laughs> I'm just surprised the Finer Club, Finer Things Club, even discusses this on the, on the radio anyway. We may need to continue this tomorrow to allow Annabeth to walk back everything she wants to. Join us tomorrow as Annabeth Wyatt backtracks. Word of the wise around Beaver. Never mention Hulk Hogan on the radio. <laughs> I'm going to have to Google him. He must be really bad. For the homecoming queen and for Beaver, I'm out. <laughs>